Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Morning, Glenn. Hey, what's up, my brother? My you know coffee what? drinking loving brother. I know. You know what I was just thinking about? We haven't referenced in a long time. What, our, what that you wish I took some cold medicine or something? Our, no, our number one listener, my mom. We haven't referenced her for a while, oh right? Oh my gosh, we, we haven't. Yeah, we used to always say, you know, at least we got one download last week, and thanks, mom, you know. and uh, That's how we started out. I know, yeah. We haven't thanks, referenced mom. her, but yeah, we've- uh, Always thanks, mom. I wonder, you know, you wonder who's listening. You you wonder because we we don't have the demographic behind the digit. You know, it's just one download, and and uh, we've got some great feedback. And podcast at sober coffee is a great way to get a hold of us. We've gotten some great feedback, and yeah, we and, you know, hey, full transparency. This is not. This is. I mean, we do this as twelve step work is our right. mission. We don't have our fingers on. I mean, we we do know we have an international audience. It's right, amazing. I right. think uh, I think eighty five percent of our audience is in the United States. All the rest is Bangladesh and we're big in Bangladesh, man. UK and yeah. you know, but we don't. When we do our world tour, we should go to Bangladesh. Yeah, and and shout out to Care Addiction uh, Treatment Centers yeah, who helps in, us out with in Geneva. They help us out with web some, stuff, with yeah, graphics, right. yeah. financially. Yeah. They they pay for studio time and, yeah. but man, this is not a money grabbing venture for us at no, all. No. Um, and you know we're we're probably twenty percent up the scale. I mean, there's probably eighty percent more we can do production and blah blah blah. Yeah. But we just, I mean, we're we're busy, yeah. right? So, um, so you get what you get. I want to be busy this morning. I'm super excited. I want to jump in today. Okay, let's jump in. Let's dive right. in. What yeah. are we doing? Table for three. Love it. I know, right? And and uh, super excited today because. Uh, you know, I, again, as I said a couple of weeks ago, the the sober universe is is kind of small and defined, right? But man, it's getting bigger every day. You know, there's just there's more stuff happening. There's there's more music coming out. That now is that I, because people are finding their voice? I, I think so. But you, you know, you take you take a look at like celebrities. Mm-hmm. I, maybe it's just because I drive a yellow car. I notice the yellow cars all the way around, right? But I keep hearing these songs, and I'm like. That is a recovery song, and then I go do a little research on the on the band or on the singer, and sure enough, he's in recovery, you know. And and so I'm hearing music. I'm hearing, you know, there's great books, you know, uh, nonfiction books that are coming out. We had a guy on a couple of weeks ago that you know talked about the spiritual principles of of AA and and how to live by them, and so there's all these great resources. But today we're going to go into a carve into a little niche here, which I didn't even know existed a month ago, and and now I'm a huge fan. So we have uh, so we have Will Thatcher uh, joining us this morning. Hey, Will, welcome. Hey, Will, how you doing, man? <clears throat> I'm good, thanks, guys. Good to be here. Oh, uh, I'm super stoked to have him. So, Will wrote a book, and and I'm not going to step all over it, man, because that I'm going to let he's the smartest tell. one in the room, He right? is the smartest one in the book. Um, wrote a book uh, called Killing Hurt, and uh, yeah, that's kind of a funny sentence structure, but but once you get the book and once you, you get the, to know the characters, it all makes sense, but um, yeah, author of Killing Hurt, and, and we thought maybe share them in for coffee and and I'll give people a chance to get to know Will a little bit better and, and uh, find out about the book. So That's awesome. Welcome, Will. 
Yeah. So what I got to ask you, I always wanted to write like a novel, right? I, I just did. And like so far, I'm like not even, I don't even have 106 words, you know, produced yet in my Word document. I think I'm at, my Word counts 95 on my novel. You produced a whole novel. How long have you aspired to do this? Is this your first one? What's the, what's the story? Well, I wrote a couple of novels, in, one in college. It was like a senior project. Mm -hmm. um, and then I wrote another one in my early 20s. Um, I actually reread that recently. It was awful. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't review yeah. it online, Will. Leave that alone. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 kind of like if you kept a journal, you know, okay. in your in your 20s and you went back and read it, it's like that level of embarrassing. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um but um you know, then then you know, life took over and career and you know, family and um you know, all that stuff and um basically, you know, I've I've been sober for about five and a half years now. Mm -hmm. Um and I have always kept a journal. It's been part of, you know, that's the way I do my 10th step. You know, is I just kind of sit down and take inventory and write down everything that I'm thinking about every night, you know, so I sort of keep track of all the different, you know, themes and ideas, you know, related to my recovery. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a lot of stuff in there, you know, that I that I think about. And um, I was at dinner, I was at the diner with um, my sponsor and a couple of other guys after a meeting one night. And um, my sponsor was talking about how he was taking these acting classes. Um, he's not an actor, obviously. He's a real estate guy. But, you know, I was I was kind of jealous listening to this because uh, I was like, wow, it's so nice to have a creative outlet, you know, yeah, like at right. our stage of life. You know, mm -hmm. um, he's got a couple of kids and a career. And I was like, man, that sounds great. And then I, as I was going home, I was thinking about it and I was I I have a creative outlet. <laughs> Something right. that I do, you know. I should just, you know, keep, you know. I should turn my ideas into a novel. And I, I literally just sat down, and started writing it, and it was so enjoyable. Um, you know, I really had a lot of this already kind of worked out in my head, you know, because I just kind of think that way. Um, and really, it just took me about three months to crank out the first draft. Um, wow, that's incredible! Awesome. Because there's so many comp complex storylines and characters and and you gotta you know it kept moving very very rapidly and i don't know how i that boggles my brain that that you you had that concept and then turned it into some kind of production in in that short period of time yeah i mean so the outline kind of wrote itself you know mm -hmm. to be honest because i had a handful of themes that were important to me at that point that i wanted that i knew i wanted to write about mm -hmm. And then I had a few good characters that were pretty real to me. And mm -hmm. I kind of started out by sitting down and saying, okay, let's figure out who these people are, you know, and what they're going through and what their story is. And when I combined that with the themes, um, boom, you know, the outline sort of populated itself. Mm -hmm. um, the structure of how I went back and forth and, you know, got the points, you know, got mm -hmm. them to where I needed to get them was a little bit trickier. Mm -hmm. But you know the, the 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 skeleton of the thing came together nice and easily. Right, that's excellent. And so, so was it cathartic for you? And 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 are you reflected in in the in any of the characters? <laughs> 
I think I'm, to some degree I'm reflected in all the characters. Okay, characters. Look, I mean, that. yeah. I mean, look, you, you you sit down in a meeting, right? And you know, some guys up there, you know, telling his story, even if it his circumstances are nothing like yours, he kind of sounds like you, right? Yeah, I right. mean, um, so I, I think that, yeah. I mean, to some the degree I'm reflected. Yeah. Totally. Um, and if not me, then definitely people in my orbit. You mm -hmm. know. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, a, a buddy of mine said to me, um, oh, you wrote a you wrote a book about yourself, a sober guy who surfs. Um, and I'm definitely not Troy. Um, mm -hmm. He's a very, very different person from me in, in almost every way, except for the fact that we're, you know, our, our recovery. Um, but um, but I find him very interesting. And a lot of the things that he thinks about, I think about. But I don't think that makes us, right. you know, the right. same person. Right, right. So you... Um You've been sober for for your journey. Uh, took you through sobriety. What what part of writing? Because I guess what I'd like to hang on is this creative outlet. You know, I found I found a voice. We're doing it right now, right? I found a voice with Sober Coffee. It's a creative outlet. Um, we do some writing. We do some other stuff. But but it really it's the new. It's part of the new me. Um, did did the old will uh did he have a creative outlet and and what how important do you think it is as it relates to your sobriety to to empower try and empower your creative outlet or you know fan that flame yeah no I think it's it's a fantastic question <clears throat> and and the answer is no the old will did not you know if you, if you talk to me um, you know, pre sobriety or even pre a year ago, I, I, this is, this is new to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can say that it's been, um, it's been awesome for my sobriety. Um, because it, it's kind of put me in a, um, a different mindset when I attend meetings. Um, you know, I'm always obviously paying attention to meetings, but, um, you know, now I sit down, I, I like to go to a lot of different meetings, you know, yeah. I, I like to mix it up and go to different rooms and hear different voices. And, um, you know, now I'm, I'm, I'm not doing it on purpose, but like, I'm, I'm paying very close attention to people and their stories. And then I go home and I write down, you know, what I heard oh, this guy talked about this and he seems like this type of person, he's got this type of background and, you know, it kind of puts me in a position to do a little bit of a deeper dive on, you know, um, what I originally fell in love with it, about AA, which was the stories, right. um, you know, that, that people talk about. You know, what's so funny, I, I can relate to not the story, but the soundbite. I found myself for the first year of sobriety, year and a half, Glenn, Glenn likes to, you know, wink at me and smile, but I have, I, I brought up a notepad in. And boy, when I hear a soundbite, and you know, I, I'm way past the one day at a time, you know, the let go, let God. I mean, just when somebody says something, and I'm like, wow, that was powerful. You know, it's got to that, it's got to go ink to pen, you know, pen to paper right away for me because I can go back and sit on that statement, and I can write a whole, I can write a whole blog, which is and you do, and I do, and you right? do. So a key point that I just pulled out is. 
it's probably good to pay attention at meetings. <laughs> yeah, some, sometimes we'll have to bring it down to the basics. Yeah, right. I like that. But my head wanders so much. You know? But there is so much that yeah. happens in a meeting. Oh my in a meeting environment because there's just so. It, but you got to be open, and and it sounds to me, Will, like that's where you are. You know, you got to be open to what's going on in that room. It's only sixty minutes. It's amazing what you can pull out of that room. So, Will, how long do you have sober now? Uh, five and a half years. Oh, that's awesome. And what are a couple keys to to you getting sober? What are a couple things that you did? What what tools did you use? Uh, well, I'm a straight up AA guy. First uh-huh. of all, right. um, you Likewise. know, I uh, yeah that that program worked like magic for me um, when when Love nothing it. else had. Love it. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you something revolutionary that I thought of. You know, I did what what I was told to do. Just dug in, um, surrendered. Yeah. yeah, I did what I was told to do, which was a revolutionary concept to me, mm-hmm. you know, actually taking <laughs> suggestions from I, other humans. I actually love that. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm happy to talk about that, um, you know, but it's not, <laughs> again, it's not it's not anything you guys don't talk about every day. You know, I, I did the same stuff. I went to a lot of meetings, um, you know, like I said before, the... Before there were was a fellowship. Before there were the steps, um, you know. Before there was a program for me. Before I could really comprehend what that even was, um, I think I got sober on the stories, you mm-hmm. know, because I I listened to people. And first of all, you it's the it's the greatest show on earth. You know, you hear uh, the most amazing stories from the most interesting people. And they're all, you know, if you listen to a qualification, they're all basically redemption stories, right? You've got, you know, how I was, what happened, and how I am now. And they, they all sort of follow that arc. And um, I just, you know, I heard myself in all of those, um, you know. Um, and that's how I, I realized that I might actually be in the right place and this might actually work for me when other things hadn't. Um, but, you know, then once I got into the program, um, you know, I, I, I was going to say I got a good sponsor, but really he got me um, and, you know, kind of started taking me around with him. And I got right into the steps pretty quickly. Um, and I did, you know, what I would call a solid once over, you know, on the steps. Uh, we did them, you know, kind of down and dirty and quick. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, spend a lot more time on them, but you know, my sponsor said to me, you know, you have the rest of your life. You can do this as many times as you want. I want to get you through this. So you understand the program, have a spiritual experience, you know, and, you know, just kind of get a foundation onto you. So we went through 12 steps in, you know, probably eight weeks. Um, yeah. And then, um, and I love yeah. that. Well, yeah. well, what I love about it, what I love about it, tying back to the book is the fact that it gives you a glimpse of how do I say this? The book was relatable. You you talked about the story of redemption, right? And you can hear those stories. That's the beautiful part of the of the program. You hear that there are examples of stories of redemption. And and then to bring it back to the book level, the book is a story of redemption, right? And, totally. and but hearing what you just said about your own personal journey, it makes it even more relatable to me now, you know, that that this book because the book brings the characters back intertwines them back through AA. So there's AA references in there, you know, 12 step references that made it relatable for me. I've never had a book that I could relate to based on the significance of sobriety in my life. 
Yeah, the, the thing that I wanted to do with it, Mike, was that um, I wanted it to be a, a redemption story later in sobriety, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what was interesting to me at that point. You know, I had already heard a thousand, ten thousand how I got sober stories, and they're all amazing and I love them. I'm not trying to, to minim, you know, minimize that. But what was it what was interesting to me is, OK, I got sober, life got good, um, you know, now what? You know, and uh, a lot of guys that I know, if you stick around, you listen to people in the rooms, hit new bottoms in sobriety, you know, because they sort of drift away spiritually. They have for, for a number of different reasons. And that's what was interesting to me about this. So you're totally right. This is a definitely a, an AA story, mm-hmm. but it's kind of a, a level two story. Sure. Right, right. Yep, yep. Totally, totally can relate to that. And because there are there are places in my life right now I know I need to work on. There are there are resentments I still hold on to. Like you, I did a four step. You know, I did a fifth step, a six step, a seven step, a eight step, and a nine step. And I still got stuff that I know that I know I haven't processed right. And your characters in the book had went through the same thing. I mean, they'd gone through the steps at least, assumingly, and but there was still stuff they were holding on to and and that stuff could have got the characters in the book could have could have they, they were at a crossroad they either could have dealt with the resentments which they did well i won't say maybe they did maybe they didn't you'll have to read the book <laughs> spoiler alert. but but they Thanks, but, Mikey. but they had to process these these resentments and and their past they had to come to terms with it that's what made it so exciting because because you know i read i read fiction books and you know it's like yeah, but 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 you're not you're not sober. Yeah, sobriety, sobriety, yeah, yeah, but your sobriety is not your number one goal in life, and <clears throat> and uh, that's what made it so exciting for me. Is just it was so relatable. Yeah, I, I love that theme. That's one of, that was one of the main ones that I wanted to get in there. Was you know if you don't deal with if you don't clean that up as you put it, mm-hmm. um, it it could kill you. Mm-hmm. And in the book, if he doesn't right. you know process that correctly. He literally is not going to make it out alive. Right. right. Um, so that was sort of, I wanted the stakes to be, you know, they were high. Um, in in those terms exactly. Right. right. But but you know, in in his case, you know, maybe maybe or maybe not, it would have been physical death. In my case, just emotional, spiritual death. You know, if I don't if I don't deal with these things, and and I'd like to say I worked the steps perfectly. Gosh, I didn't, you know, I I just didn't. I did the best I could at the time, but I'm working with a sponsor now who we constantly look. And if I say, if I say I'm having a problem, he says, what steps should we be looking at? And he usually takes me to the step before the one I guess in, because I'll guess, all right, maybe I, maybe I have to put this person on the list. No, maybe you need to look at your character defects, Mike. Maybe we need to go back to seven. Maybe we need to go back to six. I love that. Yeah. Right. And. Yeah, that's working the twelve step program. That's working the twelve that's step using, program. You know what that is? That's using the um, the AA Big Book and the steps. You know, as a reference manual, not just to read. Right, right, right. You know. So, hey, well, how big is this vertical of fiction? Uh, let's call it sober fiction, or you know, how big is the vertical? It's not. It's not that big. I'm. I'm starting, you starting to- it. Yeah. I'm starting to talk about it as addiction fiction, and I'm not going to claim to start it. <laughs> I, I, well, I will claim to have coined the phrase addiction fiction. I love that. Um, nice. I will. I will take ownership of that because it's catchy as hell. I love and, it. Uh, I like it, and I, I've never heard anybody else use it. Um, and if somebody else has used it before me, I apologize. But 
Um, you know, it's, I have it's never not heard a, it. I know. I love that addiction fiction. That's what it. I read. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a real big space. Um, but at, when I got about two thirds of the way through this process, I started to get really curious to try to find other, you know, novels with you know main characters in in sobriety and in recovery. And I've read uh, four or five or six, you know, pretty good books. And what I actually started doing is writing book reviews of addiction mm. fiction books. Okay. Um, and I've been posting those on a website called The Sober Curator. Mm. Um, so I'm trying to start up like a, a catalog if people read my book and they like it and they're like, well, I want to read more fiction. Because I think, first of all, it's enjoyable. There's, it, it's it, good entertainment. Yeah. Secondly, I think there's a lot of value, you know, in in seeing these ideas and themes play themselves out through characters. I mean, we we see sober movies all the time, and we have emotional experiences, you know, when we watch them because we relate to the characters, mm -hmm. right? I think that you can have the same type of experience in a novel. And uh, so I think if people read my book and they like it, I want them to have like, um, you know, a list that they can go to. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, of some other books. Yeah. And this Sober cur Curator is live now and, and people can go look at other fiction books, kind of review the reviews on other sober <clears throat> fiction books. Exactly. Addic yes. Addiction fiction. Yeah. So the Sober Curator has, um, I don't know, maybe 20, I'm making up a number, maybe 20 different curators who work on their area of sober life. Awesome. and. The um, the owner of the uh, of the site, this lady Elise Bryson, who's really cool, sober lady who who runs the sober curator. She br basically brought me on to own the addiction fiction, you yeah, know, category sure. for her, right. and I've been working with her and putting all the uh, all the book reviews up there. Okay, can we can put a link to that in our resource room. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Good. Love that's to do awesome, that. Will. And and like I told you, I don't know if we were if we were live, Mike or or before, but. Uh, I picked the book up to. I took it to the cabin with me. Um, the I was, cabin with no Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi, right? So I'm, <laughs> That's I'm pretty a real much. Cabin. I know I'm pretty much stuck on you know whatever's paper. I had to go find newspapers and books and stuff to keep myself occupied. So I bring the book up, thinking, all right, well that'll carve me out a couple days, you know, maybe a week. I, I'll read it in a week. That's I don't know a hundred and uh, a couple hundred pages, and I'm like, okay, you know, this will take me some time day and a half i could i didn't sleep that night literally i slept like two and a half hours because my wife got, finally woke up at like 3 30 in the morning she goes what are you still doing awake i go i gotta know what's going on here uh, and uh so i had to follow it through I but it was wait, a, i can't wait to go through yeah it. it was a great it was just a great read and uh it really kept moving kept clipping along and very relatable and and uh, i'm really looking forward to the sequel I, you know, I see a sequel in this book because there's so many loose ends. I want to know about the relationships and and his career, and you know, it's just stuff I want to know. So you you got to get working on that second book, Will. Well, that, my second book's actually coming out later this year. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's not a, it's a, unfortunately it's not a sequel. It's a oh. whole different set of uh, sober dudes. But um, you Love know, but my dudes. my idea is that. Um, in my third book, I'm going to bring both sets of characters together um, because oh. I also love those guys. And, you know, when I was writing the book, you know, the, I, I, I spent so much time developing the characters. I kind of honestly got a little bit carried away. Mm -hmm. And like there are certain characters in that book that I'm just in love with. 
that my editor made me get rid of like 80 percent of the you know the stuff in there right. on them like his father joe yeah like i was i was like I know, down right? a rabbit hole on that <laughs> i know? know right because he had this mystery life like i yeah. really wanted to get my arms around what what particularly did he do you know but because yeah. he had some connections anyway i'm getting i'm getting off there it's just good stuff so will it sounds like this is becoming part of your purpose right I think so, like quite by accident, you know. Um, That's how this stuff know. works, though. Yeah, right. I think you're probably right about that. Sometimes um, excellence, in fact, I think in sobriety, excellence and purpose is thrust upon you. You know, instead of us trying to create, oh, maybe I should go. Yeah, maybe I should be a rock star. All of a yeah, sudden, the, I'm a block writer. Many of the success stories I hear, <laughs> yeah. it's by accident. It's not like they woke up one day with some strategic plan. It's almost like the the universe thrusts upon us sometimes quietly sometimes loudly sometimes mm -hmm. quickly sometimes slowly but you know will i can definitely see this is part of your purpose yeah i think you're right i mean i have a particular set of skills and a, a, a perspective that is when you put them together i think is unique and you know i did it you know for strictly entertainment purposes for people the i this was not it says on the back of the book and i mean it this is not intended to get people sober but the feedback that i've gotten from people has been so heartwarming to me yeah it was, um, it was helpful yeah. to my sobriety really yeah. that's great to hear yeah. um yeah, wait, wait, feedback wait. if i could jump in will and just you know i'm trying to wrap my round my, my head around that so so many writings today and so much literature and content out there today is trying to get people sober <clears throat> what I'm hearing you say, and I'm looking forward to reading the book I'm taking from from Mikey, is is that your your writings entertains and engages mm -hmm. somebody just to entertain, yes. right? Exactly. That that was my. That's the intention of it. There's no. This is not a self help book. There's tons of good how to get sober books out there there's one in particular that i like <laughs> like, like um, that has a special 164 pages in it or? <laughs> exactly <laughs> um you know but there, there's some other ones too that people like um and there's you know i don't know how many there's got to be thousands of good memoirs you know out there that you can read that are people's sober stories this is not that you know this is for yeah. fun this is for entertainment you know you'll read it you'll relate to it if you're you know, in recovery or love somebody who is, um, that, that was the point of it. Yeah. But if you're willing, there's also lessons in here. Totally. You yeah. know, and you know, if even, you know, like I was saying about the, the movies, you know, I, I have, um, you know, emotional reactions to characters all the time. I was watching a Netflix film the other night, um, about, it was a sober story, uh, about this woman, uh, I think it's called two Leslie. Uh, mm -hmm. It's got Mark Maron in it, who's a sober guy, and he's in he's in your line of work, Mark Maron. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and I watched the movie the night before, and I was sitting on my couch crying, and I didn't finish it. And I woke up in the morning, I was on the treadmill, you know, watching the rest of it, and I'm I'm crying my eyes out on the treadmill. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to stop and get off. I was going to break my neck. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, that's the kind of response that we have, you know, when we you know relate very deeply to characters. Mm -hmm. 
and you know i don't do that i do this right. um and um yeah so that that's what i'm going for here well keep doing it keep doing it and you'll come back on when you write your sec when you uh publish your second book we'll get you back on and and because i'm looking now you got me you got me hooked because i'm ready for the third book where the characters come together so well it's been great any uh closing thoughts you'd like to leave with the listeners I don't think so. I, I'm very happy that you guys have me on. I enjoy mm. your podcast. I enjoy listening to it myself. And um, it's it's a really uh, exciting for me to join you. Best place to get the book is on Amazon. Oh, that's where everybody seems to get it. Yeah. Okay. If, if you look at, if you yeah, look we'll at the a, We'll put a link that's in our resource will. room for sure. And, and then, and then we'll have, how, how do folks find you on that thing called social media? Uh, I do have uh, Facebook and uh, I'm on Twitter. Um I've, I'm doing less of that lately, um, but um, but it is on there, and um, I, unfortunately, I don't have my exact handles. I'll know. get them from me. I'll uh, throw them in the resource room. Cool. Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much, man. Really appreciate it. Um, Killing Hurt is the name of the book. It's good stuff. Will Thatcher. It's awesome. Will, Check thank it you out. so much for yeah. jumping in, man. Thanks, guys. We'll see you again. Best wishes. Thank you, man. Okay, cool. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.